Hey everybody, Joe Diesel here. And this is Jesse. Welcome back to another hour of power. Jesse, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. I ran to Carl Weathers and uh, we had a bowl of soup together, so it was nice. <laughs> oh, was that made from a uh, ham bone that, that you had last week? <laughs> it, it was made of all kinds of parts that were left behind some other mills. <laughs> Schwarzenegger is my first and my favorite uh, Predator movie. And the World of the same, I would think. It's the same. Uh, first Predator movie I saw Predator, and that is my favorite Predator movie. Yeah. That, that, that was not a hard, that was not, that was the least hard question you've ever asked in that department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, not to, that's not to say uh, I didn't like uh, Predator 2 or Predators, but Predator is just better. Yeah, Predator is a quintessential Predator film. Uh, like it, I, I agree with the, I, Predator 2 is a good film. I enjoy it. I have not yet seen Predators. Uh, hopefully that will happen uh, someday. Uh, but I have seen the uh, <laughs> craptastical uh, Alien vs. Predator films, too. So. Oh, yeah, those, uh, yeah, those are sort of a separate different franchise. I don't really count them in with Predator franchise or Alien, but uh, yeah, well, well, let's mention those real quick. Uh, since we're on that, at the very end of Predator 2, well, they had a alien skull right. in the ship, and everybody went nuts over that. Years. When is that movie going to happen? When is that going to happen? All we got was comic books. I don't know how many video games there were before that. <laughs> But uh, then it finally happened, and um, I wasn't that impressed with the first one. I didn't like that one that much. The first one's not good, no. And uh, but I did like the second one. I agree. I, I thought the second one was better. I agree. But having said that, I still don't think a really great one of those has been made. No. <laughs> uh, that's a hard. I, the hard part is involving that human element into those films. Uh, it has to be interesting enough to involve a human, uh, because the predators and aliens bring their own kind of, you know, juice to it, you know, so. Yeah. But, not the best film yet. They, even the wet, 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 alien versus predator <laughs> wet cream required a lot of work. You know, yeah. It wasn't perfect, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, and uh, maybe someday we will get a great one. But, like you said, that it's uh, it's funny, this franchise, uh, this one came out, what, a year after Aliens, the first Predator movie? I mean, Aliens was like 86, and yeah. Predator was 87. Right. I mean, that time, uh, that was great. I think after the first Predator came out, people wanted that. But you can't help but think, like, what would happen if the Predator squared off against the Yeah. But see, you know, that's never been a huge question for me, because the Aliens are more... Basically, they're like 
basis on terms like evolution. They're like the bottom of the evolutionary ladder, <laughs> and the predators are at the top. And it's like they should quash aliens pretty easily. Yeah, they should. Uh, alien is a really different kind of alien. It's more like a you know, kind of an ant or something. Yeah, a dangerous ant. <laughs> but yeah, but as a predator, you kind of consider it a elephant stepping on it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, you you think they'd be able to do that? Yeah, just take him out really easily. But let's talk about the uh, predator, the first film, mm-hmm. for a, a bit. Uh, Found out some interesting things when we were looking this up. Like I didn't know Jean Claude Van Damme was attached to that. Originally, yeah, he was supposed to be the uh, predator. He was supposed to be the uh, duck-billed uh, platypus predator that they originally had designed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, what he's referring to is if you go on, try um, to find this on YouTube again. Most of these extras you can find on YouTube. Uh, two disc edition of Predator has a uh, Great documentary on that about the making predator called, uh, well, probably one of the most memorable lines, or mm-hmm. probably the second most memorable line in the movie. It leads. Yeah. <laughs> As the name of that documentary, and in there you get to see uh, what the original predator looked like, and it's really different. Oh, yeah. And you're really glad they didn't use it. Yeah. But it was something that they probably did that put it on paper. Then they started filming it. They realized, well, this just is not working at all. It looked interesting. I won't take that away. It looked interesting, but not what you would think of the, in the context yeah. of that movie. But, yeah, they had uh, John McTiernan, the director, had a – they didn't say how many more people, but I guess they were talking amongst themselves about it. They got a big break in filming. And they went to, who did they go to to design it? We mentioned this last week, mm-hmm. but... They went to uh, Winston, Stan Winston, uh, who created what's now the, probably one of the pinnacle makeups of the 80s. And probably, I, like I, we were talking earlier, I, I think it's probably one of the best makeups for the past 40, in the past 40 years. It's got to be top 10, at least. Oh, I'd agree with that. The... Uh... There's a lot of memorable uh, makeups that came out of the 80s, a lot of memorable monsters that came mm-hmm. out of the 80s. And uh, you were saying, uh, who, who else would you put up there with? I, I would say that Stan Winston and Rob Bolton are the two tour makeup artists from the last, like I said, from the past, past 40 years. Uh, but that's based on the movies they've done. And the fantastic work they've done in it, and Stan's uh, Predator, uh, which is basically a replacement Predator. It, you know, you would think that, when you think about it, like, how can they not call that first? But then they didn't go to Stan Winston, they went to someone else. Yeah. And then they went to Stan, and he provided them with just amazing. Like, we like we, we watched the movie earlier. Even though he's not in the movie, fully seen until the last 30 minutes, when he's shown, he's shown fully because you don't have to hide that makeup. Yeah, it's uh, seamless. It's a great suit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's an act of the suit, but he looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you're saying, the, the little props for him, they look great. He looked great. He looked well. Now, who played that? Let's just talk about that for a little bit since it was a man in a suit. Kevin Peter Hall. So, uh, he... Uh, he's passed on. I know that. He passed on after uh, Predator 2. Mm-hmm. He, he was actually the Predator in the beloved uh, film uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Right. <laughs> you, Harry. 
where he played a death watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's done quite a bit. He's one of those guys that he would be in the suit, but he's really tall. They're over seven feet tall. What do you remember him most from besides Predator, though, and Harry and Anderson? <laughs> well, he wasn't also a big top TV. Mm-hmm. But what are you getting at? There's an old TV <laughs> show on it. It's called Mississippi Science. Oh. He was he was seven foot two. His power was that he shrunk like really really small. I love that I love that show. I'm just saying that right now I love that show. But I haven't seen that that much. I I, I remember that so well because he couldn't play basketball and everybody kept thought he could play basketball because he was seven foot two. And he's like I, I'm a scientist. I don't play basketball. But he was so good in that. One of the few worlds where he didn't have to wear makeup for either. Yeah. And but- get hidden. Yeah, but watching uh, the documentary, The Making of Predator, you know, he talked about working on the movements, mm-hmm. Predator's movements, how he moved. Uh, he wanted to make sure that he, uh, you know, got that down, got a good fluid movement for the character, uh, moved his head in a way that, you know, he, he points out, it's like a lot of the suit acting, just putting on a suit and running around, it's still got to create a character. And I think right. those are the most memorable ones because we mm-hmm. remember Predator. You remember Harry, and there's a lot of other guys that do this also. If I remember correctly, wasn't Stan Winston the one who brought him in? I think he is. Wasn't he the one who uh, got him that job? (laughs) I think so, and uh, I I think that was based on Harry the Henderson, if I remember that right. you got to think, though, that there aren't too many people who would be physically intimidating to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Kevin Peter Hall being seven foot two towers over Schwarzenegger. And then he put that suit on him. Yeah. And it's just a it's no doubt, you know, when you look at it, it's like that's why he probably take out Schwarzenegger if he'd be. Yeah, you got that right. Especially in the very end mm-hmm. when uh, it's Schwarzenegger fighting the predator. Yeah. Hand to hand combat. I mean he I don't think he's standing on Apple boxes. He's yeah, he's uh, really that uh, that big there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much they cheated that. Yeah, if at all, because of his height, and I don't know how much height the suit added to him. Which is one of the things I, I I like to I like about older movies and sometimes today's movies when you see like Schwarzenegger now he'll fight somebody who's like a hundred pounds and like five foot two, you know. But or fight he'll fight somebody who's bigger than him. But they're not as intimidating as him. They don't seem like a challenge to him. That guy felt like a challenge to him. The Predator was a challenge for him to fight. You, at any moment, if, if Schwarzenegger died at that end of that movie, nobody would have been like, oh, that's bull crap. Yeah. It'd be like, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we saw that coming. Yeah. But, uh, well, let's get this out of the way, too. If you guys have not seen Predator, oh, my Lord. You know, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. You need to go see Predator. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, that stars Arnold. And, uh, we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Arnold movie have you seen that you just absolutely hate? You would never, ever watch again. It isn't one. I can't think of one that I that's absolutely despise. You know, it's like, oh, my God, that is so horrible. Uh I think one comes to mind, and there's only one. Uh-huh. And uh, this, you, you try to block this movie out of your mind. 
And it's not his fault that it's bad. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. He was miscast, and mm. there's a lot of other things that was wrong with that movie, but there is only one. And when we're talking about it, that movie slipped my mind because I try to keep that movie yeah. partitioned off. Now that you, I, I, I feel where you're going now. <laughs> so, I don't know if we need to name that, but just in case somebody yeah. out there doesn't know, that's Batman and Robin. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. This is what I think bothers me most about Batman and Robin. is Bane's in that movie. Schwarzenegger yeah. is Bane. Yes, if you were doing him, yeah, he should have been Bane in that movie. Yeah. But, I mean, I think handled properly, uh, he could have been a good Mr. Freeze. But that script was terrible from the go. The studio forced Schumacher to go in such an odd direction, and they rushed that movie. Yeah. But that's enough about that one. That's the only one I can think of. Right. That's so bad I'd never watch it again, and I've only seen it twice in my life. So (laughs) that was probably when it hit theaters. I will will say this. Schwarzenegger has the best moment in that film. He does, yeah. When he's he forced does. those guys to sing that song. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For that, yeah. But, you know, just going through the list, I mean, I haven't seen every single one. And uh, what was that one? Raw uh, Deal. Raw Deal. I haven't seen that one. Raw Deal. think of. But, you know, even uh, Conan the Destroyer, which compared to Conan the Barbarian, right. is far inferior to that movie. But Red Sonja, I like it. I'm sorry. There's probably not a lot of people that like it, but I'll watch it. I like it. <laughs> Same with Last Action Hero. Last Action like Hero, yeah. That's a fun movie. I saw it twice when it came out. I think earlier we said that I know a lot of people don't like Running Game. So like, Running Man, yeah. Because it's based on that Rock Richard Botsman uh, novella, which is it's, it is superior to the movie. But the movie yes, goes is. in a whole entire different direction. Yeah. It's just fun. It is. That's a watch. fun movie. I mean, uh, Richard Dawson's in it. That was brilliant. He was good in it, too. He was very good. good. Uh, that was good. Yeah, I, I really can't think of much. But, you know, when you. For me, you know, I don't know if we mentioned this last week, but when you think of the 80s, one of the first actors I ever think of is Arnold. Yeah. He's probably <laughs> the first one I think of is Arnold. Is he? Because, honestly, he he basically conquered the 80s. you got to think of all the movies that came out in the 80s uh, that he was attached to that were blockbusters. I mean, there's Predator, he was in Terminator, Running Man, Commando, which is a good film. Commando uh, is super fun. The Conan films. I mean, he was in a lot of great movies. Uh, in the Total 80s. Recall there at the very end of Total the Total Recall, yeah. That came out in 1990, but it's it's an 80s movie. Yeah, it uh, definitely is. Uh, and, I mean, also, and he, he steered all a little bit into the 90s. He was a Terminator 2 came out in the 90s and stuff like that. Terminator 2, I thought Eraser was good. Yeah. He got, uh, of course, Twins. Oh, yeah. Really yes. fun. Yeah. Junior's fun. Junior's fun. I mean, he's never been in anything that. Jingle All the Way. Yeah, Jingle All the Way. I, I like, that's one of the people that people like that I like. <laughs> I think that's good movie. He's but, a good comedic actor. He's a, he's a good uh, action actor. And I think you were saying this before. I think a lot of people don't give him the credit for being a good actor. But I think he's a little better actor than people think. Yeah, and I mean, when you look at um, how he defends his directors, when they're directors that he agrees, you know, when him and his directors are on the same page, he will fight with them tooth and nail. Like, oh, on Predator, one of the things that you were talking about earlier when they were discussing, he was one of the people who didn't like the Predator. Kept telling them that he thought the Predator looked stupid. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the ones, and he was the one who suggested to the studios, you should get Stan Winston here. He did such a great job on Terminator for us. You should get him in here to be Predator. 
just to show, you know, but that's the, the Predator and Schwarzenegger. I think it's one of his finer movies, performance-wise. Uh, yeah. And people, you know, they go, oh, you know, Schwarzenegger needs the same. He actually lost 25 pounds for that movie because he wanted to look sleeker. If he, oh, yeah. If, he, if, he, if, he's, if he's thinking in that mindset that, like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that, like it's in uh, Aspects of Terminator, he, he's like, I have to be able to disassemble a gun blindfolded, like a robot would. A robot would just be able to do it by Phil. So I should have to be able to do it with him by Phil, too. Yeah, so, and he learned how to do that. And I think he, And he had to take. Uh, he knew he wouldn't work for Predator 2. And he knew that he should stay out of it. He wasn't exactly 100% behind the script, but didn't know how he fit the script. He didn't really like Stephen Hawkins that much, which that's a whole other story. I don't know Stephen Hawkins personally. Yeah. I've enjoyed some of his films. He did Bill and Ted's film. He's the director. But yeah, I've enjoyed Stephen Hawkins. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't get along with him, that's probably a good reason to go. Yeah, it's good to step out. And then when you look at Predator 2 now, if uh, if that is a script, you know, that he was given, mm-hmm. then I don't really see how he fits into it either. No. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I mean, no. I really like the... The setting is a lot different, obviously, to the city. He's mm-hmm. fighting uh, gang members. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting, different take. And then you got the the main hero is different too, because in Predator, they're all, you know, they're military guys. Mm-hmm. They're they're, uh, yeah. they're ready for action. They they know their way around that stuff. But in the second one, you got Danny Glover, right? Who's just a cop. Yeah. <laughs> but we, you know, at the end of that Predator movie, the only thing I could think of was that guy retired. He's done. He's probably, not, he's probably not going back into any jungles anytime soon. Yeah, the look on his face there at the end in the helicopter, it's like... Exhaustion. Yeah, he's like, whoa. I could see him retiring and just staying out everything after that ordeal. I'm sure that Earl, you know, Earl could act that. But after seeing everything that he had to go through to that movie, that point he probably was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was, depending on when they shot that last yeah. scene. Because <laughs> the things that they those guys went through for that first movie, they had like injuries. They always get like bugs that were all them, snakes. And they yeah. shot that. This is the olden days when they if they wanted to shoot a movie in the jungle. They went to the damn jungle <laughs> and shot it. You know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the director of that movie, I think we mentioned him a couple of times, was John McTiernan. The director. I mean, if you don't know, he's got a lot under his belt. <laughs> he is known for quite a few more things. Yeah. Then uh, Predator, I mean, you got Die Hard for uh, him. He launched uh, that. He also directed The Last Action Hero. Upper October. Yeah, Upper Red October. There's quite a few things in there. Now, one uh, of his most underrated films, I think you'd agree with this, is The uh, 13th Warrior or Eaters of the Dead. Oh, yeah, The 13th Warrior based on the, uh, the Eaters of the Dead book. I think that's really good. Yeah, I enjoy that movie. So, yeah, I mean, you can see he was uh, influential there also, and Predator was his second feature. Yeah. First one was uh, with Pierce Bronson, wasn't it? That's yeah, that's Pierce Bronson uh, of the, uh, Nomads. Yeah. Yeah, with Pierce Bronson, uh, which isn't a bad film for a first time out. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I know he hasn't been working as much lately because of that whole big, uh, he hired some kind of private detective to uh, like bug people and stuff like that. And, <laughs> So he hasn't been working as much, but he's a fine director. One of the things that, if uh, talk about Predator, that he does so well is if he has multiple characters in the movie, he makes them all so distinct that you remember each and every character that they seem of 
a bigger part of the film than what they really are, kind of in a way. Yeah. Because uh, he finds these little distinct points to put them in, you know. Yeah, exactly. You've got, uh, gosh, I mean, uh, of course, you got Arnold, so he's distinct all by himself. Yeah. <laughs> in that, but you have the other characters. You got Jesse Ventura is also in it. Mm-hmm. He had the giant gun. Minigun, yeah. And uh, what did he call that gun? Uh, Pain or something like that. Old Painless. Oh, Painless. Uh, uh, Bill Duke, he had, uh, what was this work? He used a razor blade. That, yeah, but he dry shaved with it. It's a great effect. Yeah. And uh, that is, that's a great little moment right there. You got uh, Sonny Landon. But what's the story about him? Uh, Sonny is, uh, I guess, notorious for his bar fight. Uh, and when he got onto this film, he told them that they had to hire a bodyguard. And they said, you need a bodyguard? He goes, oh, I don't need a bodyguard. Everyone else in the film will need a bodyguard, because when I get in the mood, I'm going to start beating, beating people up. And that, <laughs> so they had to actually hire a bodyguard to stop him from fighting other people. Uh, which just shows you how kind of crazy he is. Uh, and his character is kind of that way. He's great in the movie. Yeah, he is great in the movie. And he has his distinct, he's the tracker, he's the one who finds things. Yeah. Uh, Hawkins, who pl- who's played yeah. by the... Uh, uh, Shane Black. Shane Black. He was kind of the nerdy guy with the you know the glasses, and Green Sergeant Rock comics, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, he uh, told the uh, fun jokes. Yes, fun jokes. <laughs> uh, Dylan, Carl Weathers. Uh-huh. He was the he was the jerk, the CIA guy, and uh, Pancho. I can't remember what his first name was. Pancho Chavez or something like that. Pancho Ramirez. Pancho Ramirez. Uh, played by a little known actor Chavez. named Richard Chavez, <laughs> uh, which you and I discussed earlier. That I I so much remember him being in that '80s TV show War of the Worlds. Yeah, War of the Worlds. Uh, that was a fun show. I did like that show. Yeah. And he was in that, and I always remember him for that, but this is probably his biggest thing that people remember him from is Predator. Yep. Uh, which I'd probably say most of those actors will remember them most from. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, obviously, uh, Carl Weathers, Action Jackson, he was in uh, Rocky, Rocky right before that. So, uh, But uh, Shane Black, I mean, he's not really an actor. No, he's, not, he, he's of course, known as the man. He wrote Lethal Weapon, yeah. Last Boy Scout. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He yeah. wrote, directed the Iron Man 3. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, he's good in this movie. I mean, I'm not trying to say he's not good in the movie, but right. uh, there's a funny story about why he's in the movie. He's in the movie because <laughs> Joe Silver didn't want him to... Uh, Joe Silver wanted him to keep working on Lethal Weapon and didn't want him distracted and he wanted to keep him close. <laughs> so he, he told me he was going to put him in this movie just so he could watch it. And they also thought he might be able to rewrite Predator. But they ended up not having to do that. <laughs> I think Jim John Thomas did a good job in that script. It's not that script. Even he said that. They went back to their script anyway. Yeah. It was good. Uh, I'm not saying that Shane Black couldn't probably put in there and, you know, touched up made it better. But he didn't know when he didn't need to. He's like, I really don't need to. Yeah. That, that's that's, that's important. I think that's a good sign. That's one of the things that's, more, you know, important is to know when to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's done. We need to stop writing. Uh, but I, I think they did a fantastic job. I, I know that they uh, wrote the second one as well, and I don't think it's a bad script. I mean, I, I can see where Arnold might have his problems with it, where he's like, why am I in this, you know, or what, you know, but. Yeah. 
I think they did a fine job. And they had an idea for a third one that I thought was going to be a great movie, but of course that never happened, uh, where they were going to have uh, the Predator fighting pirates. Oh, so uh, why would they be fighting pirates? Because at the end of two, the Predator presents presents uh, Danny Glover a uh, musket. From, it has a pirate's name on it and everything like that. Uh, I guess as a reward, like, you won. You did it. Good job, buddy. Here, here's your prize. Yeah. Or, or like a sign of respect. Yeah. Which, like that. Arnold didn't get any prize. All Arnold got was, I'm going to set this bomb up and then we'll laugh at you while you die yeah. in this explosion. I'm going to laugh at you with your friend's laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not my laugh. Your friend's laugh. It's, it's, it's a oh. fine moment. In the movie. Yeah. That is a great moment. There's a lot of great stuff in there and uh while we're at this uh talking about people coming out of that movie somebody else was in predator 2 that i don't think we mentioned yet and that's bill paxton oh bill paxton yeah and bill paxton was in also alien yes he was he was also in terminator so bill paxton was killed by a terminator uh-huh he was killed by aliens right he was killed by a predator right any other actor that was killed by all three. <laughs> Michael Bean got close. He got close. Yeah, he did. Get he close. didn't get killed by an alien, but he got the he got near the you know. Yeah. So he's the only actor to do that. Yeah, Bill Paxton. Uh, well, let's just say this right now. Bill Paxton is a treasure. He is a treasure, and uh, I mean, he's great. He's a great actor, but I mm. think something else is he is a great director too. Oh, yes, he is. He's only done one film, which is that sad. movie is awesome. Frailty is one of the best that films. Is one of the best horror films for the past uh, ten years. Oh, easily, easily. You could do. I, I mean, honestly, if you wanted to sit and do a whole hour show about Frailty, I could do a whole hour show about. Frailty. Oh yeah, it, that movie is that good. But uh, yeah, I was talking to a fellow at work, and he pointed that out to me. He's like, I had never thought of that. Like Bill Paxton is the only actor who's been killed by all of them. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so that's an honor. I think they should give him a plaque. <laughs> yeah. It's always brutal. He, yeah. he, he never gets off light. No. <laughs> I think the uh, Predator cuts his head off in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, aliens rip him to pieces in the, in the aliens, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> in all those movies, too. He kind of deserves it because yeah. in all those movies, he's kind of a jerk. He is, yeah. He is. I mean, he, when he's hit, he's, he's, it's a good reason he's jerk. Because he's the one that didn't come in the sense. He's like, listen, Sal, out of here. Why are we waiting around? Screw. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. he's not a jerk. He's just a survivalist. Yeah, he doesn't want to be there. He wants to leave. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was interesting when uh, that was pointed out to me mm-hmm. about that. So uh, let's just mention Predator now here for just a little bit, but you have not seen it. I have not seen it. Do you remember uh, the trailers at all? I do remember the trailers, and I, I know a lot about it, because, you know, I read everything that comes out about movies. Uh, I, I know Robert Rodriguez was, uh, was his little brainchild uh, that he wrote in 94, I think, because I remember that they were going to do, they were talking about him doing the movie in 94. After he yeah, uh, according to uh, what I've read, he is I actually had a script for it before they shot the Toronto. Yeah. Well. So that was right around then. His, he always wanted to do a movie, excuse me, based on the Predator planet. Yeah. And 
The strange thing is, though, is that when you see his Predator planet and you see Paul W.S. Anderson's Predator planet and, and Alien vs. Predator, they're really distinctly different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get back to that right now. We got, uh, we're up against the break here. We'll be right back. Are you sick and tired of hunting on Alpha Centauri, Mars, Titan, or Nibiru? You need a new safari? Then we have a deal for you Call Earth Safari. We have a wide range of hunting grounds. Test your wits in the jungles, big cities, frozen tundras, or even under the sea. Earth is home to countless millions of species. Hunt elephants, lions, crocodiles, even pigeons. Is that not enough for you? How about the most notorious of prey? Humans, make sure your predator hunting licenses are up to date because this year there is no limit on the amount of human you can kill. Kill till you get your fill. Earth Safari, providing predators with the best hunting in the galaxy. If you choose to hunt, if you choose to hunt humans, they will fight back. As a result, you may get your skull and spine ripped out and held on high as a trophy. talking a little bit about uh, the latest Predator movie at this point in the show. So you haven't seen it, but uh, I have seen it, and I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. It seemed like they were trying to go uh, a little bit back to the original Predator, but not so much that it's a copy. Right. It's, it's set on one of the Predator's hunting planets. So it's not really... It's not really set on their home planet, per se, mm -hmm. but uh, it starts out very fast, and uh, it keeps going from there. Now, you had a story about, I mean, this guy, I thought this was a good cast. got A.J. Brody in it, mm -hmm. Copper Grace, Alex Braga, Walt Goggin, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, yeah. somebody else that I haven't mentioned yet, but you had a story about <laughs> Um, I didn't know this story until you uh, told me about this. Robert Rodriguez and uh, I think the other guy's name is Emerald Impel. Yes. They were writing the uh, script, and the character of Cuchulo was described as looking like Danny Trejo. And Danny Trejo found out about it, and he called Rodriguez and goes, Hey, I heard you have a movie uh, script with the guy who's described as looking like Danny Trejo. You're in luck. I look like Danny Trejo. And so that's how he got the job. <laughs> Because why would you hire somebody who looks like Danny Trejo when you can have Danny Trejo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think he's great in the movie. Now, uh, one of the things that I haven't seen before in a Predator movie is there's two different kinds of Predators. <laughs> there's like the little bit uh, larger one, and I'd have to watch that one again, obviously. <laughs> but there's a larger one and a smaller one. And I think Predator movie is the smaller one that we see. But you get to see there's like they're battling each other. Okay. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what uh, you think of it. But I thought it was—I uh, thought they did a good job on it. Well, part of the reason is because the AVP movies—they just haven't hit their stride. We've talked about that already. But I thought this was a pretty good. Uh, we call Predator Three. 
I don't really think it's a reboot. It's no. Like a, some people call it a reboot. Some people, it's, it's predator free. I mean, I only consider a reboot when they go back and they start at the beginning. To me, when Robert Rodriguez wrote this, he he was writing predator. Yeah, he was like, I know there's those other two movies. I'm not writing this as those, as those other two movies that exist. When you hear the director writer go, oh, I'm doing this like the other movies that exist at all. Now, he has said that he did these movies as if Aliens vs. Predator never existed. That's a good thing. And that's a good thing. <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is, when you look at it, why would you want to go back and reboot, restart? You don't have to. Yeah, there's no reason to go back and restart it. Just make another one. Right. This is one of the movies that really there is no reason for. There is none. Uh, especially if, you know, after, I, I think we both agree that we both think that Predator 2 is underrated. Yeah, I do. I think Predator 2 is Because a lot of people consider it the worst in the series. I I mean, if you say, if we say that Predator is our favorite, all right. <laughs> and I guess that is, but even though it is maybe the worst, it's not a bad movie. No, it's. I think a lot of people wanted Arnold back and all of that, but... But it wouldn't work. I can't see a way you bring Arnold back and put him in that city situation. I don't either. And have I it. wouldn't have seen any reason for him to be in that movie. And there's a lot of great stuff in that movie, like the scene where he kills Gary Busey and he cuts him in half with that little uh, yeah. frisbee desk, which is superb. And the, I will say this, like, I know Schwarzenegger didn't like Hopkins. I thought Hopkins did a good job. Movie looks good. Yeah. And he had a lot of problems that he had to deal with in that movie. Uh, I was reading uh, that they were shooting in an alley. And it was in what's one of the worst neighborhoods of L.A. And people were so pissed off by the noise they were making on like that they would throw bags full of feces at them. <laughs> it got so bad, they were shooting down there, they were moving trash out of the way to get a shot in, they found a dead body. <laughs> so, well. Little bit of uh, you know uh, lore for wow. the the Predator fans out there. They actually found a dead body on the set of a Predator movie. <laughs> um, Predator Two has some really great violence in it. Some really great gore. Yeah, now speaking about the violence about it, what was that uh, bit of trivia you found out earlier? Uh, it is actually one of the first movies ever to have NC double seventeen NC double NC seventeen rating. Why do I want to keep one thing double seventeen? <laughs> NC seventeen rating. I don't know. Maybe you're waiting for James Bond. I guess uh, because of the gore and violence in it. So they had they actually had to go back and keep making edits. They said I think uh, Hopkins said that he edit, had to edit the film thirty two times. Wow. Just to keep huh. going back and fixing what they wanted to take out uh, of the violence. When you watch the movie, I don't think it's that incredibly violent. No, I don't think so either. And uh... I did go see it in the theater, and I don't know if I thought it was super incredibly violent at the time. I just remember being excited that I was there at the theater with watching a Predator movie. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. I was... But I guess it is violent. I mean, by, I don't know, by today, would it be... They probably wouldn't be able to make, do the things they did in that movie today. That they did you back then. they'd be able to get away with that? I don't think so. I don't think they could get away with some of the things they did in the first Predator movie. Uh, especially that shot where they shoot Bill Duke in the head and his head explodes. Oh, that's great. Back out and all that blood goes in the camera. They probably would be able to do that today. Uh, I'm not saying that we're a country of wussies now, but we're kind of a country of wussies. <laughs> uh, the thing is that predator violence in the last of the 80s is kind of cartoonish in a way. It's a little over the top. 
And, and it should be. It's, it's movie violence. It should be over the top. It separates from reality a lot more. Exactly. It makes that line more solid. Right. Um, but, like, when you watch Predators, was Predators any more violent than the other two? I don't think so. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with the world we're at today. Like, when you watch Aliens vs. Predator, uh, most of the violence in that movie is against Aliens and Predators. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, there's not, you know, there are some humans who die, but not in, you know, gloriously fashionable ways like this, the Aliens and Predators die. Uh, sure. Which is a, another problem I have with Aliens vs. Predators is Stan Winston doesn't do the Predators. He's been, he did the Predators for the first two movies. Don't you bring him back to do the third one, too? Do the, so, they didn't bring him back to work on the third uh, one. No, Amalgated Dynamics, I think I think they're called. They were called in to do the Alien vs. Predator movie. Now, that might be because Paul W.S. Anderson has a better relationship with them. He knows who, who they are and what they do. But Stan Winston. Stan right, Winston. Stan Winston? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Uh, I didn't uh, realize that. They didn't have It seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, look at Terminator. I think the only one that turns, I don't know if it's true or not, but I don't think Sam Winston worked on the fourth film. He did work on the first three. Yeah. But he didn't work on the fourth one. Now, by that point, I think he was also passed on by that point. Uh, but I don't think his company even handled the, uh, yeah. that work. And that's sad. Which that is sad. I mean, they, they designed that. I mean, where would Predator be without that that addition that Stan Winston brought to it, you know. Uh, I know we keep coming back to him, but I think he's probably one of the most important ingredients besides Arnold. I think Arnold and Stan Winston are the reason Predator worked so well. Those two people yeah, aren't I think in you it. might be right about that because, I mean, we talked about the uh, very memorable Predator suit, mm-hmm. the, the makeup, the design of it. That, I mean, that character is to the test of time. Right. And that movie came out in 87. Super popular. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think you're right. And Arnold, uh, like you said, it's one of his best performances. I think so, too. I mean, you see at the end there when he's crawling around, you can see that he's thinking. Yeah. And he uses his eyes to great effect in that. Oh, yeah. Especially when he's coming all in mud and you can barely see him. Yeah. And he's like, has eyes wide open so you can see his eyes. You know he's there. Yeah, that bit when he's uh, just crawled through the mud and uh, gets in those roots and he's looking around. You can see what he's thinking mm-hmm. when he watches the predator move around. And you can see, oh, it's like a light bulb went off and he said, I see what's going to happen. I know what I have to do now to beat it. Yeah. And that was all just through body language. Let me think about this. The only, the biggest, the two other, the two biggest action stars of the 80s besides Schwarzenegger. I would probably say Stallone and uh, Willis was good. For the Die Hard. And... Die Hard, yeah. Now, could you see either one of those in that role? Uh, no. Because Bruce Willis is the everyday man in action hero. Yeah. He's supposed to be the guy who doesn't want these situations, but somehow falls into situations. Yeah. But Short Stallone, at that point, was Rambo. And I think hit him. You know, this is going to sound really funny. His action is more over the top than Arnold's work. Yeah, especially Rambo 2 and 3. Yeah. That well, really is. I mean, those are like, Commando's right in there with those. Well, even Commando still has, I I, can, I would believe more that Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger is able to do the things that he's able to do. Yeah. 
Because nine times out of ten, he actually probably did them. He probably did. He does perform a lot of his own stunts. So, and like in Predator, uh, uh, one of the reasons that well, Von Damme, as John McCarrion said, was fired is because he was a whiner. He was constantly whining. So that was one of the reasons why they got rid of him, and then they want, then they wanted to go in a different direction with the makeup, and that's when they brought Kevin Peter Hall in. But Schwarzenegger suffered through for that movie. Like the mud, yeah. they said that it was like 40, 30 degrees outside, and that mud kept all that cold in, so it made him 10 times more cold. So he was shivering uh-huh. through that entire – he's shivering through the entire scene. So he was drinking schnapps to keep himself warm, and he had to stop that because he was getting drunk. Uh, so he he actually suffers a lot through his movies, and he's jumping around and cutting himself and yeah. just basically bashing himself up. So when you see him fight a predator, it's almost like he's really fighting a predator. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that movie is so iconic, not only for the Predator, but because Schwarzenegger's in it. And Schwarzenegger is who he is. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, the, the first poster, obviously, is the first movie. Uh, Schwarzenegger's on the poster. And I mean, he is the poster. <clears throat> and the second movie's poster is the Predator is on the poster. Right. Which, uh, which is fine. Well, but see, then there's also... Me, but then, you know, we've got to wonder, uh, if this... If he was in the second movie... Yeah. Would he be on the cover? Would, he, would, it, would there have been equal uh, Predator and Schwarzenegger on the poster, or would it just have been Schwarzenegger? I think it would have been both of them. Because in that first film, they hide that Predator. Yeah. Almost that entire film. Yeah. Until the last 30 minutes. What's awesome about that that last 30 minutes... You see him with that, that mask on... And he looks awesome. Like, that's so cool. Wow. And then it becomes more cool when he takes the mask off. Like, oh, so there was an other layer of coolness <laughs> underneath that top layer of coolness. Yeah. So that's fabulous work right there on Winston's part again. Yeah, because that's a great moment, too, when he does unmask himself and Arnold's looking at him. Yeah. And uh, they're ready for a hand-to-hand fight. Yeah, and, and he, he said that great the, line. The famous line. Yeah, you're we don't need to repeat that. <laughs> we can't right repeat here, that. But, you know, so... But, but anyway, that is a great moment, and that's when you get to see uh, the Predator actor really uh, doing his stuff. But I think that's what happens in the second one. When uh, we were talking about this earlier, you see Predator more early, see him a lot more. Because that shock value is gone. Yeah, because that is gone. But I think that's worked out good for the uh, actor. Yeah. The reveal. He gets, hey, this is what I've been working on. This is what I've been doing, and this is how this predator is different. Yeah. You you don't have that reveal moment that you could have in the first movie. So you have to have him a little bit more. But he's still in the shadows a lot, and he's still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is cool because he's a hunter. He's supposed to be uh, hiding to, uh, you know, trap his prey and things like that. Oh, uh, yeah. So I think that works out well for the second one. That's why I also don't think if, if Schwarzenegger is in that film, they're both on the cover. They're both on the poster. Yeah. Uh, because once you see how cool that Predator is and how awesome he, awesome he looks, you, you can't you can't hide him anymore. He has to be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, uh, didn't you say there was some difference between the weapon, first movie and the second? 
Well, since Winston came in so late on the first one, he could only develop so many weapons, so they had the the little wing called, basically, uh, and he had that little, what they called the parrot gun, <laughs> uh, on his shoulder, and he had, he had, he had a laser beam on his wrist, too. Yeah. Uh, but in the second movie, since they had more time, they gave him that little buzzsaw frisbee yeah. that he could throw out, then he got that big, cool-ass spear, uh, that he could throw at people and stuff, so, and that's because Winston had more time to look more stuff. He, so he's like, well, we're, Cool things. And in another way, he has a chance to have more cool things because instead of you see in the first movie, in the first five seconds of the movie, they drop him on a pod. In the second one, he they actually have the ship there. Yeah. Because they don't blow up the city; they just take off, and it causes a lot of destruction. <laughs> so in the first movie, he, he blows up a pod. Yeah. Uh, why? I don't know. He has no real purpose besides like you know. Well, what? you know, he was beaten. Um, Arnold. Uh, didn't kill him, but he bested him. And I think he wanted Arnold to die with him. And yeah, and that's part of the reason for his last. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I don't, I haven't read any of the Predator comic books. I haven't read any of the Predator books, and I haven't really played any games, so I don't really know if they said that, that every time a Predator gets bested, they blow themselves up. Yeah. Is that, I, do you know if that's something no that's in that area there? I don't, I don't read the Predator comics. Uh, I don't. You know, I've barely played any of the games. Uh, but a strange yeah. fact about that is that one of the reasons they made a Predator 2 is because they wanted to see how the comic book sold. <laughs> and they sold so well, they're like, well, let's go ahead and do the second movie. Because I think on that documentary we watched tonight, they said that it just now started getting into the, to the black and profit yeah. march and profit. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was an expensive movie for the time. I mean, uh, I don't know how much that would cost if they made that today. Well, if they made that today, there would have been no uh, Kevin Duvall Hall left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that right now. That, that yeah, the Predator would have been CGI. Yeah, sadly. Well, the Predators in Predators. I think that has I a lot to do with Rodriguez, though. I don't think a lot of them were. But uh, anyway, we're, we'll check that one out, and you'll get to see what you think. Yeah. About that one, but uh, let's talk a little bit about the score. I think the score was really good. Oh, Alan Silvestri. I mean, obviously it's not as memorable as Terminator Two theme in that respect. But when you watch the movie, and mm-hmm. uh, it's got a little, it's got a theme, uh, the opening theme. Yeah, I think that's catchy and works well for the movie. What do you think about that? You think it distracted at all from I don't it? Know. I think it was just right. Um, back in those eighties, they always had those big, big things, you know. Uh, like Conan, that Don Oh, that show, that Conan show is awesome. We'll yeah. have to do a Conan show at some point. <laughs> but, but the uh, things back then were so large. Uh, it, it's so good because it matches the dramatic aspects of the movie. Yeah. It doesn't take away from it. It just adds to it. Uh, I think if, if, if The Predator was a quieter film, in a way, or it may not have been about like soldiers going out fighting against you know, like there's spreaders killing people. They probably would have had a quieter score. But with it, they have such a large action presence in it, uh, they had to have that big mob back score. Uh, but I think Alan Sylvester did a fabulous job on it. Uh, I don't think he did too. I think he. Well, uh, I, 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 he did too. I know he was asked to come back to do uh, Predator. But he couldn't. 
because he didn't have time to do it. And uh, but the gentleman who did, I think his name is John something. Yeah, John Debney. John Debney uh, did say that he was heavily influenced. You know, that's going to be heavily influenced by those first two films. Yeah, I mean, you got those themes there that he can use and play upon. I mean, mm-hmm. it's better than the yeah, it makes sense to have them in there, but you also had your own stuff, your own music in there. But yeah, yeah. the uh, I agree. I think he did a good job on those scores. Yeah. Now uh, we'll talk a little bit. I mean, you haven't seen Predator yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen much news about a new Predator movie yet, but Robert Rodriguez definitely wants to do one. Yeah. And Nimrod Anto, I hope I'm saying this right. Yeah. It's kind of one of the names you don't want to mention. So, anyway, he wants to do one also. And uh, there's an interesting character in there, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's character's got an interesting backstory. I don't know how much you know about that, but I won't really talk about it right now. But they're talking about maybe doing a prequel to that one and following his character and around. Which, when you see the movie, you'll see what I mean. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that is. But that sounds interesting. Be interesting to me. And anybody who's seen it, they know what I'm talking about. But uh, the studio, they want to do some other ones here, according to this article. Uh, Rodriguez, I mean, that guy is super creative, always making different kinds of movies all the time. Always. I mean, I can't believe. I mean, when I saw his first movie, I couldn't believe how versatile he ended up being after seeing Spike would never, I never would think in a million years. Mm-hmm. After seeing Robert Rodriguez's first couple of movies, that he would make a movie like Spike. <laughs> yeah, but having kids does change you a little bit. It does, but they're super creative. So I mean, that guy's always got ideas coming from everywhere. Yeah. So I, I would be looking forward to another one, and I'd be happy to see uh, the director return also. Yeah, I've never seen it. And you'll have to see it to see what you think. Yeah. See if uh, you'd agree with that. I don't think I've seen any of that that, that gentleman's film. Just bring up what he's done. I know I've seen at least one other one he's done. Put that up there. Uh, vacancy. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I saw Vacancy. I didn't see Vacancy, so. I didn't see Armored. But Vacancy, that's that one about the motel with the... You've seen that, right? Okay. I thought that was a pretty good little movie. It's got Luke Wilson and Kate Beckinsale in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad they didn't try to make it. It's it would when you see it, you'll see it's been very easy for them to go. Oh, Saw, let's do it. See vacancy, you don't talk about. It. If you haven't seen it, I won't give it all away. It does have a sequel though. <laughs> oh no, it does have a sequel. Get that away from me. Well, what was that? Straight to video sequel? I believe so. I believe so. Okay, well, well, I think what I mean there is they didn't uh, hype it all up like Saw and do all that Saw crap to it. I'm going to leave that sequel there. Yeah. Ah, there, I see it now. Vacancy 2, the first cut. <laughs> but that wasn't done by him. Yeah, I see he's not attached on that. So, but anyway, that's a good little one there. So, uh, Predator, 80s movie. Back when they were done right. The 80s got a lot. A lot of great stuff come out of the 80s. A lot of things that influence filmmakers today. Arnold, one of the first actors I think of from the 80s. For you, too. No, I think so, yeah. A lot of influence. And he's got a 
resurgence now after uh, he's done being governor. So, which we haven't even gotten to yet. Right. And I don't think that I could name all the governors from that movie. There's but how two. many are there? Just two? Well, the one guy ran. Uh, Sonny Landham ran, ran. But he lost. Uh, but Jesse Ventura was governor of Minnesota. And then he was governor of California. Uh, both uh, And all three of them Republicans. All three of them ran on the Republican ticket. I guess fighting aliens. <laughs> I guess so. But here's the funny thing, though. Uh, I don't want to get talked about too much about politics, but they're actually yeah. about passing a bill so that Schwarzenegger might be able to run for president someday. So maybe if you fight aliens, you can be president from another planet, right? Or Indian, because that's what Ronald Reagan did. <laughs> oh, and then Western. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that is, uh, I've heard that over the years about how they, if you're in Predator, you're going to be a uh, governor because <laughs> there's been two of them, and uh, I thought that guy won, but. Let me just say it this way. If there's ever an alien invasion, let's see what's worth taking to be president. Because <laughs> <laughs> if there are predators running around, I think this guy take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be the one to do that. <laughs> he would be the guy who could, who could pull that job off pretty well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, they are going to start, you know, talking about Schwarzenegger uh, making a bit of a comeback. Spendables, Spendables 2, Spendables 3 is coming out. I mean, that's just a fun 80s throwback. Uh, sabotage. Action stuff. Yeah, Sabotage Last Stand came out not too long ago. But also, he's going to be, I don't remember how much we talked about this during the Terminator show, but in the next Terminator. Yeah. Which I uh, found out since we've done that show, it's supposed to start filming next month. Nice. And our, I've read some comments Arnold had about the script, and he said it reminded him a lot of Terminator 2. That's the uh, ebb and flow of it, uh, some mm-hmm. of the action. Sequences. I was like, oh, that's promising. All right. I, that makes me feel uh, a little better. If I heard that there's going to be a Predator 4 and that Schwarzenegger is going to be in it, that would raise my interest in seeing it than if he wasn't. Yeah. That, I mean, that, again, you know, for you younger folks, you didn't grow, you know, most some, some of you might not have grown up watching Schwarzenegger films and those 80s films like we did. Uh, so they probably have a lot more resonance with us, and him as an actor has a lot more resonance with us than younger. But if you go back and watch those films, I think they still stand up pretty damn well today. I agree. I uh, mean, there's nothing like a well-done effects like in Predator. Yeah. And obviously the Terminator. I mean, those effects and the first Terminator, no computers used for it. No, right. I mean, those are obstacles. And, they just have this look to them that the computers haven't gotten. Yeah. I mean, I was I was thinking that uh, when you see the planet there, like, I think there were computers that just have this. Yeah. I don't know how to describe the look, but there's just the, the opticals that just have this look about it. And there's something special because, like I said, if, if Predator was made today, Predator would be CGI. You probably would because you can, and there's been some great, well done CGI characters. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there is something to be said to be able to create a believable character with a human suit. Right. They did that. Stood up by yeah. on that. They did it. And the other nice thing about that is that it gives actually somebody there standing in front of Arnold for him to punch. Yeah. <laughs> He's not, you know, and I think it makes it more believable when he connects that right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and for him to punch in. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, I read that Kevin Peter Hall actually hit him a couple of times 
when they were doing their fight scenes because he can't he can't see very well out of that mask. Yeah. So he had uh, a uh, what do they call blind side. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the blind spot. Blind spot. Blind spot. So if Schwarzenegger was in it, and he put, he so he was he sometimes was connected. Him. But again, that's that was the '80s, you know. That was a chance you took of getting hit in the face. Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, watching the documentary based, uh, they made about the Expendables. Stone was talking to me. He said, you know, Arnold were making movies. I can't tell you how many times we were in the hospital after we were over just getting stuff sick. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I don't want anybody to hurt themselves. That's a, that's a man, you know. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Man's game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They did put their all into it. You know, and it's, it's easy to sit back here years later, like you were saying, if you didn't grow up with them. Yeah. Look at them and accuse them of being cheesy and whatnot. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I love their cheesy action movies. <laughs> but yeah, they, I mean, there's even in a way, even Patrick Swayze, who <laughs> uh, is connected to the Predator, because he was supposed to be Predator too. He was actually. Oh wow! He, yeah. He was the one first approached to play Danny Glover's role. But he couldn't because he was in the hospital because he was recovering from an injury he had on Roadhouse. <laughs> because they used to hurt themselves back then. That's, that's just the way it was. I I wonder now, day, after so so many years of separation, if people would appreciate Predator 2. Uh, huh. Kind of in a way. Uh, I'll know they might. So, you know, we'll just say this. Uh, if you saw Predator 2, you didn't think it was that good. Tell me why. I, I'd like you to, like, on our, our Facebook page, you know, or, or I, tell us why you didn't like Predator 2. If you do not like Predator 2, yeah, I'd like send to us, see. Uh, send us a message about that. Because, I mean, uh, in a lot of ways, it's like the uh, Terminator 3 of this. Yeah. <laughs> of the series. And it shouldn't be. the series. Be. It's, uh, yeah, I've, I've watched it a few times over the years, and I remember I like it every time. I can't find much in it that's just horrible. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Right. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I like that. Yeah, go to our Facebook page and uh, let us know. What do you think of Predator 2? Yeah, send us a, a message. Any last thoughts about Predator? Um, Not much. I mean, I think we covered it pretty well. We don't have that much time left. I will say this. We have not seen Predator then there's something severely wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, there's something's not right with you if you don't, uh, if you haven't seen Predator. And uh, bye, that would be uh, one heck of a movie marathon to watch Predator, Predator 2, and Predator mm -hmm. all the same. Now, that'd be a good marathon. That would be so. If you haven't seen any of them, and you're just uh, listening to us, see what what's our take on that. I'd say do that. All right. Well, this closes out another uh, episode of our Hour of Power. And uh, we had a great time talking about this. We hope you had a great time listening to it and maybe learned something you didn't know. Maybe uh, either way. We'll see you next time.